What is up, Fantasyland? We are here week one, the first tailgate, Thursday tailgate of the season. And we bring you a huge guest because this is a huge week, guys. It's finally here. We had to set lineups. I know we're all last second setting those lineups. And we're here to help you do that today. And we brought you another huge guest to fire off this season's tailgate with Brian Drake from PFF. You know him from the FF Hustle. Brian, welcome to the district, brother. I'm so happy to be here. I've seen Dwayne on this show a number of times. I know you guys do really great work over here. You got like all your big high stakes guys out there, probably some watching us from Las Vegas right now. So if you're in Las Vegas watching us and not at a pool, uh, <laughs> drinking a beer and getting ready for this game, like go to a sports book, you know, get crazy. Like you catch us later on YouTube because uh, Vegas is the greatest city in the world. Like we, you know, yeah, you, you, you've got the, they're, they're degenerates, man. You know, like we, we I, I don't know if you guys are on Twitter watching these guys' pictures by the pool and, you know, they got their laptops or they're lined up inside trying to get into the, the dinners and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, hey, whoever's in Vegas right now, wish you guys all the luck. Uh, I know Theo, Dan, and Andrew are out there. They actually drafted a team together this morning, the varsity uh, live. So they're pounding huge drafts down there in, in Vegas. So shout out to everyone in Vegas. And shout out to everyone, you know, with lineups going into tonight. Let's jump into it. Brian, we normally go long. We normally, I'd normally be asking you, what's your, your out time? Because we'll go like a buck 90, uh, you know, or 90 minutes, buck 20. Uh, <laughs> but today we, we're going to try to keep it, uh, you know, 30 to 40 minutes is kind of how we want to do these. Just I'm to, cool to let people, you know, get ready for their, uh, for the big game tonight. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I love that. Awesome. I'm used to these long marathon shows, too. So we keep it keep it easy. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get through it. I mean, we'll we'll chat. We're not in, we're not in a huge rush or anything. We got we got at least 45 uh, is kind of the, the latest. I want to cut it. But we're it's my kid's make... first day of school. So I'm like, listen, good <laughs> to see you, kids. Daddy's got a podcast to do in the basement. I got beers cooling in the fridge. I got a game at about 820. So nice. you got eight minutes. Uh, nice. Tell me how your day went. Yeah, mine was mine was two days ago. She first day of grade one. So we uh, oh, congratulations. Yeah. yeah, thanks, man. It was, uh, you know, it's nice at that age. What, what's your youngest? I have kids in fifth grade and third grade. So they're okay. old hat at this at this okay. point. You come back. How was school? Yeah, it's great. I'm going back outside. They're like, we're, we're going to go ride the bike. Oh, great. Nice. nice. They can keep themselves busy. That's that. Yeah, that's they don't care anymore. All right. Before we get into kind of the nitty gritty, I got to ask you, we, I talked about it last night on the show. Big news with Dwayne McFarlane. He's a big friend of the show. I'm sure people that are going to watch this or watching this right now um, are wondering, is that is that something you guys knew about? Or are you guys going to still work together kind of moving forward? What happened to Dwayne? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So everybody knows Dwayne got a great opportunity to go work with Matthew Barry at Fantasy Life. Uh, I actually just heard him today on Sirius XM with Kendall Valenzuela doing a great job. So, yeah, I mean, he's going to go off and do that. Uh, does it mean things are never going to happen again at the uh, Fantasy Football Hustle? Absolutely not. The the beauty of what Dwayne and I do is we own the show. You know, we created it. It does. We brought it kind of under some umbrellas of different places that he works. Um, but we own the show. We own the YouTube and the podcast and all that other stuff. So, you know, all the graphics are on my computer and everything. So no, it, really what this does is it allows me to branch out and do more showcase myself, um, put out some more solo content, some more articles and things like that. And, but you know, when Dwayne and I, we figure a schedule out, we'll, we'll do some stuff and, and maybe you'll see some other guys jumping on it and, uh, plugging things along the way. Cause we got a lot of friends in fantasy football. There's a lot of smart people out there. 
the hustle is is not dead, folks. Nice, so just nice. Keep following at FF Hustle. We're, we're a long way from done. We're happy to hear that. I'm sure. I'm sure the audience is happy to hear that. Let, let's jump into kind of a more macro, and then we'll narrow it down into week one as as we get to the to the second half of the show. But looking macro, you know, kind of it's a fun time of year to kind of pick your your teams. You know, you got prop bets. Who do you think is going to Super Bowl division? So let's start divisional. What, what's your uh, who do you have as your divisional winners? You know, it's funny you mentioned that. This is the last day. This is really the last day of Rome right here because I love this time of year because you can talk about every player. Everybody's interested in the play. It's like, yeah, you know, tell me. I want to learn about Rondell Moore. <laughs> if that news about Rondell Moore breaks next week, nobody cares because he's like, ah, he's not on my team. I don't care about this guy. You only care about your teams. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, let's talk about these division winners. And if you're looking over my shoulder, I'll start in the NFC. You know, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. There's no way in the world, if this team stays healthy, they don't win the NFC East uh, with the mess that's going on in Dallas. Washington is Washington. The Giants, you know, they can't stay healthy and get out of their own way. Give me the Eagles to win the NFC East. Are you going to give me your picks too? Are we going to go along with it? Yeah, I'm, I'm right with you with the Eagles. I, I love the Eagles. I, I, I made a joke last night because I took one of my first shares, if not my first share of, of Miles Sanders because I love, love me some Gainwell. Uh, when the price difference was was maybe a bit more, but I took uh, Miles Sanders. We we're joking, and I said I believe mm-hmm. so much in this offense. I love Hertz and AJ Brown together. Uh, the offensive line. It's hard for me not to have any Miles Sanders as much as you know. I might not be as high on him going into the season. Yeah, I hear you. Let's move over to the North, where I'm going to take the Packers here. Uh, I don't think it's it's a great surprise because the division's not great. They were a team last year that went 13 and four. I think they can kind of sleepwalk through this division again. Uh, but I think they're going to struggle at times because of this offense. And we're going to get into some of those players a little bit later, I know. But I mean, it's not the same team. They're, yeah, their defense is great. I'm playing that defense in season long all over the place. But they got to find their identity again. And is it, are they running the football now? Are they getting those two backs going every week? I mean, is it going to be Watkins, uh, Romeo Dubs, Christian Watson? So, I think they'll win the division, but it's going to take a second for things to shake themselves out in Green Bay. I, I like the pick. I, I I love the Vikings this year. They're they're my favorite, one of my favorite offenses to invest in. JJ for me is is the wide receiver one, and and mm-hmm. I, I just what we saw under the the previous regime and what we could see under this regime. Um, while teams like Green Bay maybe don't have the strengths that they've had in the past. Um, I think will will be a good fight between the, the Vikings and the Packers. We're lucky enough to see him in, in week one. Uh, so we'll see how, he, how the, the season plays out. But I, I do think, however, that the Packers are going to be, uh, I think a lot of people kind of have the Packers uh, down and out. And, and, and I don't think that's the case at all. I'm on record as saying I think Delvin Cook is going to be the overall RB1 in fantasy football. And it's just for what you said. If they're running that McVay, we'll call it the McVay offense now, that Rams offense, You've seen what it's done over the years with these running backs, and there is just a path for receptions. There's a path for lots of carries, lots of goal line work. These teams uh-huh. score a lot. Uh, so, yeah, I love Delvin Cook. Finally, they can use Delvin Cook, in my opinion, in a way that best fits his skill set. So if you got Delvin Cook, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, maybe later in some of your drafts, you're going to be singing, you know, his praises all year long. Like, oh my God, look, I got the number one running back in football. The guy's scoring me 25 points a week in a PPR. You know, what were these idiots thinking with the first four picks? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I think it's uh, that the Vikings are have some nice offensive pieces. Uh, you can you can all you can go all the way down and tight end with Irv Smith as a nice little sleeper. All right, let's go to the NFC South, where I'm going to pick the Buccaneers. I know a lot of folks are on the Saints. I mean, those are really kind of the the two teams in division. I think they actually have a shot, but Tampa Bay, even with their offensive line issues, is still in my mind the most talented team in the league. I can't say I'm going to pick Jameis Winston over Tom Brady, even with the line. I, I mean, Jameis Winston is going to throw the football to the other team, you know, and, and they've had their losses in New Orleans. You know, they've lost uh, guys along the offensive line. They lost a safety. It, they're not as good as people like to make them out to be because it, I don't know why. It, it just It's always been in my head this offseason. I go, the Saints are going to regress. There's no Peyton. It's no Breeze. It's freaking Winston. What are we talking about here? Yeah, I mean, initially, it's fun to pick the Saints. You, you think with Winston, it, you know, in kind of in in the as a quarterback. Sorry, I was going to say in the backfield. Um, but one thing you one thing I think a lot of us have learned: it's hard to bet against two guys in the NFL, and that's Bill out, out in New England, and that's Tom now yes. in Tampa. And you know, like you said, yeah, there maybe there's some regression in certain spots on this roster, but with a guy like that running the show, you know, at, at the, in the captain's chair, they'll mm-hmm. figure it out, man. And that, that's what these guys do. That's why they're winners. So I, I think you're right. I think that the Bucks may have a, a little harder road uh, out of the division, but I, I do think they do it in the end uh, win, win it. In the NFC West, you see the Cardinals, they're falling apart already. Rondell Moore down, Zach Ertz is hurt. You've got DeAndre Hopkins suspended for six weeks. So to me, the Rams are going to take this division and win it by two games. Uh, 49ers, as good as they've been in the past, we don't know what this is going to look like with Trey Lance. Could they shift to Jimmy G if it kind of gets off the rails? And the Seahawks are going to get the first pick in the draft. I've got nothing to add. You've, you nailed it. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if Kittle wasn't injured, uh, I hate groin injuries. They're just They just linger. And mm-hmm. if we knew more with what we're going to get out of Lance, I think – like other, a lot of people, I'd be way more confident in them. But, I mean, the Rams are the Rams, and and they're not slowing down. Uh, it doesn't look like anyways. So as long as Stafford's good, I think they come out of this uh, division as well. All right. So let's go over to the AFC where in the East, I mean, how do we pick against these Buffalo Bills right here? <laughs> yeah, you know, They only won the division by a game. People think they steamrolled this division. You know, they it got a little tight down the stretch. And everybody in that division has improved. Uh, so the, I, I like the Bills. I think the Dolphins finish in second place. I'm petrified of this Patriots team with Matt Patricia calling plays. Like, what is Is it hubris? Is it nobody else wanted to come there? Did they sleep through the interviews? Like, that's the guy you have calling plays for your offense, Matt Patricia? Like, what is Belichick thinking with this? Again, it's hard to question Bill. You know, you, I, I, I totally get where you're, where you're coming from. And I see the, the, the question marks in people's faces. And I don't disagree with it. I mean, what we saw in Detroit was just awful. Um, mm-hmm. And he's, he's a defensive coach. But you got to think, Bill, maybe A is going to have more grasp on that offense than we think. Uh, and B, maybe he just wants someone that he trusts there. He's, he just lost his, his OC from how many years. Uh, so maybe he just needs a bit of that comfort level. Uh, and maybe he is going to run that show for, you know, until they, they find someone to come in. But yeah, I mean, if Patricia is handling that, that offense, uh, it, it, it is terrifying. You can't bet against the bills. I mean, the bills are, the bills are the bills. They're right too right? talented. Right? Yeah. Too much talent. 
especially like, you know, opportunity costs. Look at look at the options. If, if other teams were in this division, maybe. But for me, easily the Bills out of the, uh, the East. All right. In the North, everybody loves the Bengals because of the Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year. I'm going to pick the Baltimore Ravens. This was a team that was destroyed by injuries last year. All right. I mean, they lost all their running backs. They had I mean, their whole secondary was going down by the minute people were dropping from ACL injuries. I hope they replaced the turf at whatever practice facility they have, because it's like they had snipers out there taking guys out. The Ravens are a supremely talented team. Will their offense be pretty? Absolutely not. I mean, they're going to be running the wing T out here. It's going to look like a pop Warner game with 38 tight ends on the field. But I think they somehow find a way to get done. I think they've got a really good defense. Uh, and they find a way to win this division, and the Bengals regress a little bit. Still make the playoffs because I don't think the Browns obviously are not, and the Steelers with their quarterback issues are going to be middle of the pack. So, I, but I like the Ravens to win the AFC South or North, excuse me, North. Yeah, I, I heard a, a stat today, and I, I can't for the life of me remember, but just uh, just some some sports betting guys from Vegas talking about teams coming off of Super Bowl losses and how they mm-hmm. perform, especially a franchise like the Bengals. Um, just awful, awful numbers. So as much as I love Burrow, I love this offense. T Higgins, one of my most owned players in fantasy. Um, I do, I do think the offense is still going to be a powerhouse, but I do think there's some regression in Cincinnati as long as, as Lamar is on the field. And as long as they can get guys like JK Dobbins to come back and, and be JK Dobbins that, you know, we saw in the past, I think you're right. I think this, this is the team to beat in the division right now. The Steelers are who knows, right. With uh, the quarterback position and then the same thing in in Cleveland. Um, So you, you got to think that as long as the Ravens can get Lamar signed that, that they come out of the division. AFC South, in my opinion, the worst division in football. Uh, If the Colts don't win this division by three games, there's something wrong with the best quarterback they've had in years uh, weapons on the outside for him now with Pittman and Pierce, you know, and, and we get finally, maybe we get some health for some of the other guys there. Uh, the Texans are going to be the Texans, you know, they'll be scrappy, but you know, if they win five games, I'd be shocked. Uh, Jaguars, they're a three, four win team. And the Titans, people forget the Titans were the number one seed in the AFC last mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. you know, at 12 and five. And everybody looks at them this year and they go like, nah, they forget them. Almost like, they almost beat the Bengals in the playoffs. Yeah, they should have probably. If and, and, you know, got Derrick Henry coming back, which I'm sure in that high stakes world, people are just, you know, are they still in on Derrick Henry? Are they saying like, hey, I'm going to take him in the top five or is he? No, I've seen some drafts where you're getting him in the second round. Yeah, he's falling in the second round. Like even last night, he fell to the like mid second round. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if he comes back and he's Derrick Henry of old, what a steal. I think people underestimate Titans. I'm a Colts fan. I have the Colts winning the Super Bowl this year. I'm really confident in this team. Um, mm-hmm. I think Matt, Matty Ice find, found his place for redemption. And and I, I think you can't have a more perfect fit. I'm sure everybody knows that. But I do think the Colts kind of not being in the spotlight as one of the contending teams, I think gives them the advantage. I think the the, the focus will be on that, that AFC West division. Yeah. Um, the, whoever comes out of that division, probably the toughest, uh, apart from the bills for the Colts. But I think one of those three teams, uh, goes to the AFC finals, uh, in, or in, in to the Super Bowl out of the AFC, uh, in my opinion, where, where do you see, um, oh no, we got, oh yeah, we still have the West speaking of the yeah. West, the, the fireworks division. I'm going to go here 
with the team that came in last place in this division last year. The Denver Broncos were 7-10. and 10. I think they're going to win the division. I think they've got the best defense in the division. I think their upgrade with Russell Wilson is going to just set this team on fire if their receivers can stay healthy. I mean, how athletic is this team with Javonta Williams, with Melvin Gordon, with Albert O at tight end, with you know, Sutton, Judy, KJ Hamler. This is a really loaded offense. And to have Russell Wilson now calling the or pulling the strings, I love it. Uh, I have no faith in the Raiders. Uh, I've never had faith in the Raiders because I'm not a believer in Derek Carr. I don't know if he can be aggressive enough. And maybe in this Josh McDonald's offense, he won't have to be because he's, it's going to be dink and dunk. And I don't think Devontae Adams is going to give you the numbers that he has in the past because he's never had these target threats on the outside to challenge him uh, and the chiefs, you know, without Tyreek Hill, that's a big, big loss. And it changes the way you have to defend that offense. Now, nobody's afraid of Juju and MVS and Hartman. enough of these people. Oh, I'm going to draft Hardman and MVS. Don't waste your money. Just stop. Take somebody else. Those guys are terrible. There's a reason, you know, MVS is a scrub. He's a one trick pony. And I, I don't think I own him on a single team. I think Chargers are probably the team that puts up the biggest fight with the, with Denver, but the biggest difference I see between these two teams is is one has a home field advantage, the other one doesn't really. That's a such a right? great point. That's, I hope they do because my home league that I care about more than anything in the world, I drafted drafted Justin Herbert, and and I've got a lot of Herbert too. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I we did a draft uh, a live stream with a bunch of high stakes guys, and I remember I took uh, Herbert ahead of Mahomes, and everyone was like, "Ooh, this was like early in the in the in the off season. but. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the biggest difference between these two teams. I think the Chargers might be set up to underperform, uh, if, if that makes sense, because I think people are so high on them. I love the Chargers. I love what Herbert brings. Uh, mm -hmm. But I don't know that we see them kind of uh, come out of this division, uh, you know, on top the way people are thinking. So I love your Broncos call. I think Russell Wilson going there is a bigger factor than, than what I think, like, fantasy land is thinking the way the perception that I see out there um, I'm seeing this kind of like when my boy Peyton went out to, to Denver, mm -hmm. maybe not to that extent because Peyton is, is, you know, the, the co-goat I'll call him the co-goat. With, with <laughs> but um, I, I love Russell in Denver. I love all the pieces, you know, guys who listen, know how much I love Alberto Sutton. Um, and then you've got, you know, the whole offense and then you've yeah. got the defense to complement it. So I love all your 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 picks. Who do you have uh, winning the the whole thing, or who who do you have in the Super Bowl uh, to kind of? Let me say this for before we go on to that because I was just thinking this when we talked about the Chargers. Look at every team in that division, and let's take their running back. And this is because we know how running backs you know play a part in fantasy football. But we saw what happened when Derrick Henry went down for the Titans last year. If the Chiefs lose Ceh for the season, can they still survive and be a good team? For sure. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Josh Jacobs. Does anybody care if Josh Jacobs gets hurt? No, they've got 800 other guys. Zamir White's there and yeah. uh, you know, they'll be fine. The Broncos, if Javante goes down, still got Melvin Gordon. I'll go. Right. Yeah. If Austin Eckler goes down for the chargers, how, how does that offense replace him? They brought in Sony for a reason, right? They don't, they haven't found their guy yet. I think it was it yeah. Kelly. But hey, He's not the same player that Austin Eckler is. He can't fit that off. I, I think they theoretically then change their offense. If it'll be happens. it'll be uh role like role playing uh because we saw Josh Kelly in the preseason quite a bit uh not that he's gonna 
but they're not going to play that role of going out and catching passes. I think it's just now it's on Herbert's arm. He's just throwing it all day long to those uh, receivers. Who's uh, who is it? Kylan, Kylan, is it what's the, the rookie in uh, the other one? Well, he's with the Rams. Kyron oh, I'm about the Rams. I'm getting the LA teams mixed up. All right, yeah, I do that all the time. I still call them San Diego uh, half the damn time. Yeah, the, the colors are the same. Come on, man, confusing us. All right, uh, let's yeah. let's let's go to the 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 Super Bowl, man. Who do you think is right. in the Super Bowl? Who do, who do you think is going to take this? Thing? Well, I mean, you're homering out here with the, the Colts going. So I'm going to do the same, and I'm going <laughs> to take I'm going to take my Eagles because again, there's a lot of warts on these teams. You got Matthew Stafford and his and his bad arm. You got the Bucks and no offensive line, and you got Aaron Rodgers and the Packers with no playmakers uh, to speak of. So I'm taking my Eagles, and they're going to go up against these Buffalo Bills that we see tonight. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to pick the Bills to win the Super Bowl. I, I live in upstate New York. I just want to see the pure madness in the streets. If Buffalo won, and people are just you know jumping through flaming tables, you know, in school parking lots. If, if that happens, I can't wait to see it. All right. Let's um, yeah. I, 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 I like the call. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised um, to see the, the, the Colts and the bills battle it out for the bowl. And I wouldn't be surprised to see your, your Eagles there either. I, I really got like the Colts the playing. Um, There's only like four good teams in the NFC. So yeah, no, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think who I had. I, Probably, yeah. Sorry, the Eagles. The Eagles. Was, yeah, was, let's Eagles, go. Colts, Eagles. Colts are probably my um, my Super Bowl final going into the season. Uh, like I said, I'm super high on Philly. I don't see too many holes on that on that team right now. Um, so as long as health can stay with that team, I think they um, you know they come out of the division easily. Mm-hmm. Not, with not too much uh, uh, hustle from from the rest of the guys in that division, so I, I think I think Philly has a really good chance. I believe in in Hertz um, and and what they've done in that in that uh, in that franchise. So let's go more individual players here. We'll do okay. kind of a, a more uh, maybe a bit of a not rapid fire, but you know, kind of go through these. Looking again, macro. Who's like a league winner? And this could be defined different ways, right? Like you froze I, up I, on me there for a second. Oh, did I freeze? Sorry. Who's, who's is it your, cold up there in Canada right now? Like, what's going it, on? My wife just told me the AC died in the house, so it's starting to get cold. We don't need the AC anymore, so the timing's okay. But no, it's 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 about twenty. Oh, well, I guess, yeah, I guess I you're freezing that. up on me here. Uh oh, we lost JD in the stream. Oh, I think that's I think that's Brian. Now Brian, you're freezing up, buddy. Uh oh, I'm. Uh, Can I'm you hear here. Me, you're here. You're, I you're, see you. Yeah, you're freezing in and out. Can you uh, – do you want to maybe leave and come back? All right, I'm out in a minute. Hang on. Thanks. Sorry, guys. Just a bit of a connection issue. We'll see if uh, Brian comes back if he um, – if his connection is – I think he's, he thought it was mine, but I think it's, it seemed like he was freezing up. So let's just see. We'll get Brian back in a second here. Guys – Check out myffpc.com. There's links below for all our partners, all our sponsors um, below. Just click on the link, get your extra bonuses. You, you okay with me now, uh, Brian? Can you hear me okay? Uh, I'm back. I've got, uh, I don't know what happened there. I thought, I saw you started freezing up and I'm like, oh man, he, 
I thought I got all the porn bugs out of this thing. It's all good, man. It's all we're used to. We're used to little glitches here and there. Here we're, we've got guys all over the the, the states uh, and and up here in Canada when we do the shows. So it happens, no problem. All right. So league winner, who's your be your big league winner? If you had to pick one for this season. So I just talked about how the Packers have no weapons on the outside, and yet I'm going to go to the well. And I'm going to say Romeo, is it Dubs or Dobbs? I still don't know yet. I like to say Dubs, but I, Dubs <laughs> is probably like what I hear the most. Yeah, so so Romeo Dubs, I mean, you look at this kid, what he did in the preseason. Okay, it's preseason. I get it. But they need an alpha. Alan Lazard's on, what, his seventh year in the league? He's going to break out now? I, I, I don't think so. Cobb's 200 years old. Christian Watson already slow off the mark. If Dobbs can become the guy and – earn Aaron Rodgers trust early. I mean, this guy is going to score 10 touchdowns on the season and catch, I don't know, 75 balls, maybe, you know, they, depending on how they spread it out there. And when are you getting him in the, the 10th round of some drafts, like in home leagues, especially. Yeah. Uh, so that that's my guy, Romeo dubs. He's winning your league for you folks. I like it. I, I kind of, I, I, I went a lot higher than you did. So you went a lot deeper for this one. Uh, I play in a lot of tight end premiums. I'm going to go Kyle Pitts. I, I think oh, as much yeah. as, as much as there's questions with the quarterback position, I think if you have Kyle Pitts in the tight end premiums, uh, especially if we see some kind of regression with Kelsey and Mandrews or one of the two, uh, I think Kyle Pitts can, can really take your team over the top. Um, especially like I said, in those tight end premiums. I was in a draft last night. It was just a regular half point PPR league for a radio station here in, in Syracuse where I live. Guy took Mark Andrews at the, at the two one, not tight end premium or nothing like that. He's just like, Nope, I'm taking him. He's my guy. I'm like, okay, get your guy, I guess. Yeah. Guys like to seal up the, the onesies in, in those, uh, the home leagues, right? Oh yeah, he did. So we, we went for the, you know, the winners sleepers. I know sleepers is, is, you know, uh, saying that we like to kind of throw around and these days there's not much of a, a you know that's not really a thing anymore but who's yeah. like a guy that you think is sneaky uh that can really help a team come you know maybe go over the top this year yeah you know i i probably would have said romeo dubs for that but you know I, i'm really digging these late tight ends and i like to take a shot on a few of them so david and joku uh being one of them because we know jacoby Brissett likes to target the tight end they don't have Hardly any other weapons out there besides Amari Cooper. Uh, so Njoku with the contract now, if he sees that high target volume, this is a guy that goes undrafted in some leagues. I think he's available in about 25% of Yahoo leagues right now. So I, I'm kind of digging him. Uh, other guys at the tight end position, you mentioned earlier, Albert. Oh, I the all the hype of, oh, he played into the fourth quarter of a preseason game. I don't care about that. Maybe they had to. Maybe the other guys were hurt or it doesn't matter. He's starting with Russell Wilson. Like, you know, they're not going to play Dulcich and all these other guys. They're going to play Albert O. Uh, so if he gets out there with those offenses, with the schedule they have to play, I really do think he could be a guy that catches 65, 70 balls this year. It's funny you went tight end because my sleeper I haven't written down is Brevin Jordan. He's Oh, uh, okay. People are digging him, man. People are reeling on him. He is. He's my most owned Tight end. We talk about him a lot on the show. I know we drafted him on a bunch of teams that we share here with the guys. Um, just we talk about narrow target trees, right? And you know, you got Brendan Cooks, you got Brevin Jordan, you got Nico Collins. It's real narrow. <laughs> it's narrow. So it's a you, twig. And, and they're going to be throwing the ball. I mean, this team is mm -hmm. not going to be leading. You know, twelve out of seventeen games this year. So I, I do like uh, Brevin Jordan as a sleeper. Um, 
Zamir White, we talked about some of these guys that, um, you know, I'm looking at the questions that I kind of placed that, you know, for us to talk about, and I don't really know where to put him, but Zamir White for me, if, if he does end up ahead of Jacobs, what, no matter how that happens, I think he can definitely be uh, a big winner in the, in that offense. If he, especially if he takes over the, the running game. I'm with you. I said that when he got drafted, I said it to Dwayne on the show. I go, what? I got to find the timestamp of that. Cause I go, what if Zamir white takes over this backfield? He goes, it'll never happen. Zamir white's oh. not doing it. Like, now Kenyon Drake is gone. You know, Josh Jacobs kind of stinks. So it's going to be Zamir white season. And you're going to see me clip the video and put it on Twitter. And I'm going to tag my good buddy, Dwayne. On Whenever there's a new regime that comes in and the, the guy ahead is not, you know, from, and then the guy that is behind them is there, there's a higher, uh, probability, I think, of, of him kind of taking over that job. But we'll see. I, I also think Jacobs has been really good value in a lot of drafts this year because people were just kind of letting him drop. Oh, yeah, um, you can get him. Nobody wants to touch him. <laughs> what about letdown? Who's who's a guy that you think could be a letdown for Fantasyland this year? We're going to see him tonight, maybe, is Cam Akers. As, you know, I'm talking to a lot of these doctors. My buddy Jesse Morse is going to come on the serious show with me. Uh, Mario Pilato, the PFF injury guy I, I like reading their stuff about these achilles injuries and it just doesn't happen and i mean unless this is cam Akers is the exception to the rule why do we all of a sudden believe that he's going to return to this great form they went out they drafted kyron williams you still have daryl henderson there uh, i went and stashed kyron williams on a bunch of, of teams just to see what they do tonight you know leagues where you can kind of drop your kicker and you add yeah. kyron see what happens tonight and then you, you know you can pick up a kicker later uh, but I mean, I see people taking Cam Akers in the second round of, of drafts. Like, why? Why are you taking that risk? There's no need. Uh, if he doesn't come through or they just play in a committee, I mean, it's a second round pick. I don't want to spend a second round pick on a committee back. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that one. Um, again, I kind of went in the, the early rounds. Debo Samuel, I. I I'm with you hundred percent. Yeah. Like he's you, everybody knows my love for Debo Samuel as a player, love him, own tons of them when, you know, uh, and won me tons of league leagues. But when he was started this off season in the second, third round um, and kind of stayed there for me, I mean, now with Kittle injured, maybe he gains back some of what I thought he would lose, but Fair. they're not, sure. not, not going to run him through the, the ground. Like they did no. last year. The, would the guy score eight touchdowns and yeah. like 50 carries? That's not happening again. Not happening. They, they just paid him a bunch of money. He's got his new house, you know, the whole deal. I don't know if you saw a video, but um, I love Debo the player, but mm -hmm. I don't think that he's giving you second round league winning, uh, you know, upside there. Not uh, with that quarterback. And that's the other thing, right? We don't really know. He might totally gravitate to Ayuk, in, you know, once Lance gets going or, you mm -hmm. know, we don't know, like you said, which way this, this offense is going to go. So looking at rookies, people love talking rookies. Who do you think will be the top scoring rookie? I'm going to go and it's kind of lame because, you know, everybody loves him nowadays, but it's Damian Pierce. You know, Damian Pierce is a starting running back for a team. If he gets all three down work, which I think eventually he will. I mean, I was like, oh, Rex Burkhead's going to Rex Burkhead. Give me a break. The guy, I think he sold insurance up until three o'clock this afternoon. And now he's you know playing for the Texans this week. What are we talking about here? You know, Damian Pierce is a good player and he can catch the football. So, you know, a rookie, if he stays healthy all season long. I think he's going to be the top scoring guy. I mean, you see him now. He's going fourth, fifth round in drafts. Yeah. No, I like it. Um, I went Pickens. I, I, I love Pickens. Just oh. love Pickens. Love everything about him. Love his attitude. Love the opportunity in that offense. 
I think as long as he clicks, which we saw a bit of that in, in the, the preseason. So I just hope he keeps developing. They keep throwing him the ball, checking him the ball. Um, and he could, he could be one of the, if not the top scoring rookie, this, this Lo- love trying to get him in drafts because if he's playing in two wide sets with Deontay Johnson and now they're kicking Claypool into the slot, I mean, this kid's going to get fed mm-hmm. on a team that's not as good, probably, you know, as they te- technically are. And we don't think we don't have big Ben there anymore, feeding the ball to one guy. So yeah, I'm with you. I love the Pickens pick. Going the other way, looking at second-year guys, who's the guy that you think will have regression? I'm, let's stick with that same team and Najee Harris. You know, the guy I believe led the uh, what led all running backs in touches last year, and that to me just screams, "Hey, he might get hurt." We've already heard Tomlin say maybe we'll take a little off his plate this year, but Najee Harris is a guy who's going to play in a team that's maybe not going to be that great. How many goal line opportunities does he get? Do they take him off the field a little bit on third down? I know that's never really been Tomlin's thing, but I mean, you're going to run this kid into the ground the first two years you have him. Uh, So still a solid player, but if he's going to regress and people are taking him in the first round, uh, I say a little buyer beware, maybe with Najee Harris. Yeah. I almost had him as my um, biggest letdown. Not again, not because I don't think he's that he's necessarily Mm -hmm. going to be really bad again. uh, Opportunity cost, how much you're paying to get, to get him in that, that first Absolutely. round. Um, so, so I, I agree with you on, on that as a second year regression. What about uh, biggest second year breakout? I had a couple of guys written down here because I think they could all have really big years. Ramondre, if he gets this passing down work in new England, Kyle Pitts, your boy, you just talked about. I mean, he's essentially, he's a wide receiver playing tight end on a team. That's going to stink and throw the ball you know, 700 times this year and Javante Williams, if Javante can become the guy, maybe it's a 70, 30 split out there in Denver. We know Nathaniel Hackett likes to throw the ball to his running backs. So Javante Williams could all of a sudden become from a second, third round running back. He could jump into that top 10 and you're like, Oh my God, I I got this young guy cooking with gas here. Uh, You stole in your drafts while everybody else, you know, was wasting their first round pick on uh, Najee Harris. I love that. I love that. Uh, Javante, for sure, breakout candidate. I'm going to go a little deeper. Again, one of my most owned guys, Khalil, Her- Khalil Herbert out in Chicago. Ooh, okay. uh, really love what we saw last year in two of those games where he got the helms against some really good defenses. Um, again, any of these offenses where new regime comes in, uh, they're not necessarily um, um, you know, an offense that's solid right now, that's solidified in the sense mm-hmm. that you know they've got, yeah, they have Demont there, but they're not doing much to help Herbert. I still think Comet Comet could be a beast, similar to what we talked about with Pitts, narrow uh, target tree out there in Chicago uh, with Mooney and and Comet. But I think Khalil Herbert can be a big part of this offense. And if there is some kind of injury or, or issues with Demont, um, I think sky's the limit, and he could even become a league league winner in my opinion. I love that. That's a that's a great call. It's a guy you love to have stashed on your bench. For sure. All right. I mean, it's week one. That's what we're here for. Let's get into the nitty-gritty. I mean, we've had running backs shot. 
we've had <laughs> we've had other ones fighting with um what's his name on tv uh on tv on uh, jk yeah. dobbins on twitter yeah, jk dobbins fighting with um uh wow i'm totally blank. i need more followers i should uh i should start some beef <laughs> yeah, with him and see if i can totally, get a little run should totally do that um so if we look at washington and baltimore like are there any mm-hmm. running backs i mean now i guess in in washington the picture's a little more clear you could say but are you super comfortable starting Gibson? And then how, no. what are you doing in Baltimore? I'm, I'm not starting anybody in Baltimore. The only player I like from any of these offenses right now, and I'm playing him maybe in the Scott Fishbowl or the Kings Classic, one of these, is J.D. McKissick. You know, as long as he's healthy and he's out there, J.D. McKissick is going to catch some passes. We know that the commanders are going to stink and they're going to throw the football. So he's the only guy I have any sort of trust in especially in a full point PPR, but yeah, Gibson, you never know with him what they're going to do. I mean, he's not going to play any third downs. So what value really is he going to have? You're hoping he falls into the end zone. It's more than likely he's going to rush for 60 yards and you're going to be sitting there with six points. I'm actually with, I I, I mean, McKissick is, was kind of, uh, you know, the McKissick and, and Robinson, obviously before kind of all this mess with, with Gibby was, was one of the reasons I was a little down on Gibby. But now with Robinson out of the picture, uh, I think we go back to something like what we saw last year. So I would hope that this gives Gibson another opportunity to maybe show, you know what, like I still have the the big play uh, upside. I still have, you know, what, what I was able to show last year. And ho- hopefully he's not dropping the ball anytime soon. And maybe he does solidify his role in there, uh, at least till Robinson gets back. So I'm hoping that Gibson does show us, especially if they start off against Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would hope that maybe they, they have a little more, um, you know, opportunity there. Um, Forget in, these Baltimore guys, Kenyon Drake, Mike Davis, not, no chance. I'm never you, playing you know Mike guys. Davis for you. No, I mean, it may be, if you're putting in a bunch of GPP lineups on DraftKings or FanDuel or whatever, and you go, all right, let's throw Mike Davis on one. Cause no one's going to own him and uh, fine. But, some kind of season-long league, I can't put Mike Davis out there. I mean, Lamar, you think they're going to hand the ball to Mike Davis? You got Lamar Jackson back there, you know, and run the goal line? Lamar, just take it. Go do your thing, kid. Yeah, it, it's tough, right? Because if you – I mean, guys like Davis, you draft to to plug in holes, and mm-hmm. if you're, you're using him this early, it's a little tough. You know what I mean? Like when you're already starting your Mike Davis in week one, uh, yeah. your chances are not looking great, you know? Uh, you would hope that he shows us what he showed us in in uh, in Carolina, and he does plug that hole nicely if you do start him. But I would rather not play any. I'm waiting for Dobbins to come back. He's that's, a bandaid on a broken arm. That's, that's, a good, that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Um, until Dobbins come back comes back, I'm probably not playing any Baltimore running backs. What about tonight, Acres or Henderson? I mean, I just spent 10 minutes shitting on Cam Akers, so I, I got to go Henderson and Kyron Williams. So uh, we'll see Adam Schefter even this morning putting out the little nuggets about Kyron Williams. When he, Shefty does that, I, he's got more intel, I think, than leads on. Nice. And then watch tonight will be one of those nights where all of a sudden we're watching and you'll see the, the shot of Cam Akers just like standing on the sidelines. And you're like, oh yeah, we'll we'll see if he gets in the game, and you know they're gonna use him sparingly and all that. So yeah, I'm going anybody but Cam Akers tonight. We'll see if he proves me wrong. Yeah, Akers is is shaky. You're not you're not comfortable starting Akers. Henderson, 
he, he's got that versatility. He can catch the ball. Yeah. He's, he's shown us some nice uh, red zone action. So I do like Henderson as a flex if you, you really need to start him. Hopefully you're not depending on Akers. Uh, but I think it'd be good for fantasy if Akers could come back and maybe he does have a good game. And, you well, know, here's the other point. So the Rams are pretty short on pass catchers tonight, right? You have Van Jefferson's out. You know, obviously Woods got traded. There's no OBJ this year. So, I mean, what are we talking about here? Ben Skoranek is running as like your, your three and you got two, two at well. So they're going to need one of these backs to go out and catch some passes. I doubt they're going to have coming off this, uh, you know, Achilles. We'll see how healthy he is and all this and whatever else he had going on in the preseason. Cam Akers out there running all these routes. They're going to have Daryl Henderson doing that tonight. You know, they need people out there to run routes and catch passes. I, I, it Maybe I'm totally wrong and I look like an idiot, but I don't think they're going to put that on Cam Akers tonight. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so either. What about uh, going back to KC? I know we touched on it. Are you starting any receivers in KC? Even like Juju? Did you have any Juju? You Juju I'm fine with. Okay. Anybody else? Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Juju, he's cool. I'll, I'll start Juju uh, most weeks until he, you know, forces you to drop him or, or whatever else. But I mean, Juju was a, you know, it's a pro bowl players a few years ago. People think Juju's 80 years old. He's 24. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd kill to be 24. I'm 42. Yeah. And, and he's getting a nice new fresh start with a guy like Patrick Mahomes. So it could be a worse life for, for Juju. They wanted him a year ago and he stupidly yeah. stayed in Kansas city or in, in Pittsburgh and probably lost out on a ton of dough. Yes. Uh, so I think they got a plan for him. They can use him inside. They can use him outside move them all around. They're, they're going to find homes for Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, it's him and Kelsey. You know, we'll, maybe a little Sky more. I don't trust any of those other jokers. Going back to uh, rookies, I know you talked about um, Damon in, in Houston. Is that who you'd pick as your favorite start this week, or who's your favorite rookie start in for week one? <sighs> yeah, I mean, when you look at these receivers, there's a lot of issues. You know, Drake London's banged up. Uh, you know, I don't trust Garrett Wilson with the Jets. I don't trust anybody with the Jets. Uh, to be honest with that offense, even though Flacco's in there slinging it. Um, you know, I don't trust Brees Hall right now. So, yeah, I mean, if we're getting down to it, it it's got to be Damian Pierce, right? I mean, who who else would you say? Like, I'm confident in this rookie. Maybe Jahan Dotson? Yeah, Dotson could surprise a guy like Pickens that I talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Dotson's at least going to start. Uh, is Olave, he's, he's healthy and, and ready to go, right? Right, but now you know he's the third option on that team. You got Landry, you've got Michael Thomas, and you know he he's to me he's a certain kind of player. He's a shot play guy. He's not very physical out there. He's just kind of you know run deep, catch it, get out of bounds. He's not taking you know his uh, what do they call that uh, contact uh, play through contact. Or I'm not Greg Cosell. I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I don't see that with with Olave. So uh, Jahan Dotson and Damian Pierce, those are my two rookies. I know this isn't on the sheet or anything, but what, where are you on James Cook? How do you like uh, the, the rookie in Buffalo? I mean, they told us what they wanted to do. They wanted CMC. They wanted McKissick. They want a pass catching back. I'm fascinated because if you listen to the fantasy football hustle, you know, Dwayne's been talking about James Cook for four months. So <laughs> I, I took my friend's advice and I drafted him in a few spots. Uh, I'm dying to see what they do with him. Uh, and tonight they could unleash him really uh, because this game could be a shootout. And if they're going to throw, where else are they going to throw a game and track meet in SoFi? So let's see it tonight. Uh, I wouldn't start him, but uh, I'm fascinated to see how he looks.
Um, FBG, should I start Rondell Moore or Cooks? For me, Cooks, Rondell Moore, as we know, can't injured. start Rondell. Yeah, you can't yeah. start Rondell. So if you're not aware of Broward, make sure you don't start uh, Moore. Cooks is a, is a good start, in my opinion, um, against Houston. That wouldn't even be a question for me. It's always going to be Brandon Cooks. Do you like any Lions against your Eagles? Um, Well, let's see. So I, I love Swift. I think DeAndre Swift is going to be great. Uh, the Eagles secondary uh, is much improved now with James Bradbury. Um, you know, they, they just got uh, with Chauncey Gardner from the Saints. I don't know how much he's going to play, how much he knows the defense. So maybe it's one of those games where one of those secondary guys kind of take off because I think St. Brown – they're not going to shadow St. Brown with Slay. Uh, but, you know, when they move him around, maybe they put him in the slot a little bit to match up with Avante Maddox. Um, maybe this is one of those weeks where, like, DJ Chark gets deep uh, and, and scores. So maybe in a, in a DFS lineup, if I'm playing, you know, AJ Brown and I'm playing, you know, Jalen Hurts, I want to bring back with, like, a DJ Chark uh, and see what he can do for me. No one's going to play DJ Chark in anything. So he's going to be super low owned. He remember a couple of years ago. Is it how many years ago now? They were he had that crazy uh, surprise season. He, he was like drafted in the one fifties and and just and he killed it for the Jags. Yeah, he got yeah. for Jacksonville. Um, my memory is cloudy right now. But do you have any favorite kickers or, or defenses this week? We've got we've got a lot of FFPC guys that have to start uh, them in their leagues. Um, you know a kicker that nobody gives love to, but he's back it, with the Saints. Will Lutz. Yes. Is a guy's got a huge yes. leg, plays indoors. He's got Jameis Winston out there, who you're going to see drive stalling. And you know, if he turns the ball over, they're going to get some shootouts back and forth. Uh, I love the fact that he plays, like I said, in the dome. So I like Will Lutz as a guy that nobody wants to, to seem to pick up uh, defensively. I mean, like we said, my Eagles going up against the Lions. I like the Packers uh, as a team this year. Um, you know, some other guys, you know, everyone's big on the Colts and, and all the, the other names, but I mean, how do you go wrong with the Ravens Ravens going against the Jets and Joe Flacco Ravens? Yeah. I like Washington this week, uh, at home against, uh, as a defense and, uh, the, the Vikings kicker, um, forget his name right now, but I love your, uh, your call on the, the saints kicker. And I, I reacted that way. Cause he just, he went from being one of the top three picks last year. Mm-hmm you know, in, in drafts. And this year he just falls. He's, he's, he's uh, the forgotten man. So, yeah, I mean, he got hurt, you know, now he's back and he's got big leg, you know, especially if you're in a league that gives you points for uh distance field goals, he can crush it from 60. Great call. Love that. He's Brian Drake. Brian, this has been a blast. Uh, appreciate you hanging out with us. Remind the people where to find you or you're also on uh series XM. So talk about all the uh, cool spots people can find you. Yeah, so find me on Twitter over at Drake Fantasy. I uh, see we got people. Are you still going to do your show, Dwayne? Yeah, don't worry. We'll we'll figure some stuff out, uh, and you'll get more content from the FF Hustle. Follow the FF Hustle on YouTube and on Twitter at FF Hustle. Uh, so yeah, it, it's not dead. Trust me, it's like the Undertaker coming out of the the coffin. Uh, so I I appreciate people asking about that. But we own the show. It's not like PFF owns it or or anybody else. It, it's our show. We can do what we want with it. Uh, how we see fit. So uh, hang out for that. Yeah, Sunday night. If you guys are SiriusXM subscribers, I will be hosting the PFF game day. I haven't, we don't have a name for it, the tailgate show, kind of what you guys do here, but uh, it's going to be a blast. What I want this show to be from 7 to 9 p.m., I get the end of the late window games, the 4 p.m. 
East games. And then I get to preview Sunday night football. I get to go live to the games if I want to. Yeah. We've got we've got the uh, NFL radio connection. I can go like, hey, Patrick Mahomes driving. Let's go to Kansas City Chiefs radio. Boom. And we're going to the game. Uh, and I'm going to bring on special guests all year long. So guys like this week, uh, Matt Donnelly, fellow Canadian, is going nice. to hop on there with me. Nice. Uh, when injuries happen, I got a couple of doctor friends that are going to come on the show. And just we're going to make it fun. Fantasy football is supposed to be fun, guys. I'm not going to bore you with stats left and right uh, on this show. I got the advantage of all the great PFF info. So I'll hit you with the fun stuff there that that means something but we're just gonna have a blast man so come hang with us we're gonna be living and dying with every touchdown just like you guys are sitting home on your couch so come hang out seven to nine eastern on sirius xm fantasy sports radio make sure you guys check it out he's at drake fantasy brian drake we appreciate you we appreciate you guys in the chat 1912 bro word kyle you guys are awesome smash the like smash the subscribe if you're new make sure you tune in with us before monday night and thursday night games all year tailgate. Good luck guys. Good luck. It's week one. Good luck. Get some W's and we'll check you all later.